Hello and welcome to the Small Talk Bigger Ideas podcast. I am your host, Neil Lopez. And on this podcast, I interview fellow creators and we just do some freestyle chit chatting and small talk. And we talk about uh, their passions, their creativities. And with the small talk, we hope that it gives you bigger ideas to follow and pursue your creativity and your passion. Today's guest is Josh Luciano. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah. You were like the first person Perfect. to actually say it <laughs> instead of Luciano. They, they think, well, Luciano, it's an Italian Luciano. last name. Yeah, I'm like, no, 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 it's Luciano, Puerto Rican. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, good. I got, I got some points already. Yeah. So I appreciate you being on with me. Um, yeah, I know you're a busy man, and like myself, uh, you have a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and you just have a newborn uh, baby, so congratulations. Thank and you, you already have a couple of girls, correct? Yeah, a set of twins and a newborn. Right on. So you're definitely way busier than I am. So I really do appreciate you taking the time. So uh, what's going on in your part of the world? Well, actually, go ahead and introduce yourself for the viewers and the listeners and yeah. uh, tell them about a little bit about yourself. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, you know, first of all, thanks for inviting me because this is actually really, really sure. dope. And congrats for like, what, the 4K subscribers? You shot up like really fast within like yeah, the past and then now it's just crazy. And now it's just like, now it's just like, uh. <laughs> the, the, the views are okay, but my subs, my subs aren't growing. It's, and it's okay, man. I'm just having fun. That's all. Yeah. No, I, that's what it's all about anyway, man. That's, as long as you're, you love what you're doing, you know, everything else will come to play. Right. Uh, but right. Well, what's up, guys? My name is Josh Luciano. Uh, I am a photographer, uh, kind of a filmmaker, uh, and also a YouTuber that talks like, and I like to talk about on this channel pretty much. I, you know what's funny? I'm thinking that I'm doing my actual YouTube intro. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's so fine, dude. <laughs> that's that's totally fine. Yeah, you know, uh, want me to do it again? I guess I don't know. We could do it again. Uh, but anyway, so no, I do, man, I, keep I, on keep on going. <laughs> well, I run a YouTube channel that focuses on like photography and filmmaking, and a little bit of vlogs here and there. But I just enjoy like connecting with like other creatives from pretty much other parts of the world, and it's really awesome doing that. And that's really like the kick that I get out of it is just being able to share what I'm learning and also getting um, you know other feedback and like other knowledge from other creatives as well so that's what's you know i love doing that stuff it's it's fun right right and you guys definitely go check out josh's channel because he gives a lot of good reviews on camera gear uh photography gear um and he has a lot of good value-packed content so definitely go check out his channel go ahead and plug that real quick while we're at it oh youtube.com slash josh luciano boom luciano (laughs) spell it right spell it right when you do it make sure it's not with a ch (laughs) Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so um, you are in Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how are things up there considering everything that's been going on the past several months? Um, have Have you still basically been struggling like many others to get back to normal or are things starting to progressively get better? Like what's going on up, up your way? Uh, so as of now, um, it's it's getting better. I think in Jersey, I think it's one of the states that's actually gotten better on the east coast i believe so and we've gotcha. really progressed a little bit yeah, like better faster i mean they they ran a tight ship and when they shut down the, the state pretty much uh it was mm-hmm. like you know i think the governor did awesome what he was doing uh with like just i mean he shut everything down <laughs> it was there was a point right. where i, I could have sworn like this was gonna how we're gonna live like for the rest of our lives but it's getting better uh the first couple months were Good. obviously rough um, I, I you know i i do work a full-time job um, as a designer, mm-hmm. so working from home wasn't something that was new to me, but for other people, mm-hmm. I know like that like messed them up mentally, and they just weren't used to it. So 
I, I would say for me on that side of things, work-wise, it was a little bit easier. Uh, the challenge was work with three kids in the house mm. <laughs> and the newborn. Oh, man. The baby was born in May, so it was, like, uh, right there, like, fresh. Right, yeah. right. It was, it's, cra- it's been crazy, but you know what? You, uh, you learn hey. more. You learn, more, you learn God more about bless, yourself. God bless you, Thanks, because <laughs> not many people could do that. <laughs> no, I think it's uh, for sure. I, I've learned a lot, and from, about myself, uh, about mm-hmm. my wife, and how like even some things that I'm like I didn't even notice that I do like you know what maybe I shouldn't annoy her like that like it's just little things like that you just because you know you're in the house more like I'm always I was always right. out in the office so you know mm-hmm. it's like there's just some things that there's growth there's uh, like. Things that you just had, you know, notice that notice about yourself that you like. Okay, maybe I should change that. Uh, but then also, um, the challenge of creating was the biggest thing for sure. Uh, but it was a good mm-hmm. challenge. So I think that that was like, I think at that time, I started to release videos of like indoor. Like I shot like my wife's maternity photos in the house, and then I shot like mm-hmm. this old like vintage camera. It's like a Pentax film camera, and I mm-hmm. grabbed that and I was like, you know what? You're the model. <laughs> so I shot that with the. Uh, I think it was the A A sixty six hundred with the the twenty seventy five. So like I right. shot that and I was just like just gonna do fun stuff. Hopefully, you know, people get inspired to just go ahead and like try something inside the house rather than thinking they always have to be outside. Right, right, for sure. Yeah, I mean I think if anything, this has definitely made us dig a little deeper instead of trying to go wide with our creativity because mm-hmm. you haven't had many options. A lot of people haven't had many options to get out and be social and do all that stuff. So um, I totally dig the content that you've been putting out. And let me tell you something, mm-hmm. man. Your Daniel Schiffer-ish type video, uh-huh. it was great. Oh, really? oh, it was great. Yo, I it, saw, was, it, was, I it wasn't bad, it. man. So, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you what. I'm going to try one here soon with Fruit Loops. Yeah. And I'm probably going to totally suck because Dude, not because of the movements, <laughs> but because of the, the masking and all that stuff. But I'm going to try nonetheless. But yours yeah. was really good. So don't beat yourself up because I know you were saying you failed at it or you uh, bombed. I totally did. Yeah. Well, was, okay. It, internally i'm gonna like it's like dang man like i had you know it's funny i had all bunch of like a bunch of ideas that i wanted to shoot it was like a list mm-hmm. and i came downstairs mm-hmm. and i was like yo i gotta do all of these right but i was so focused on the fact that i had to do video content based on the 70 to 180 because that was like a, a lens rentals like sponsorship type type deal that i had with mm-hmm. them and i was like i need to focus gotcha. on the the 70 to 180 and i totally forgot and that was like one of the things i mentioned in the video was that uh, have your shot list like somewhere in front of you like even if it's a big board or something like that instead of having it like in your phone like I had it in my phone so I put it in my back pocket and that was the issue because right. I totally totally forgot so when I went to go I went upstairs to like dump my footage and I was like what happened to all the other shots <laughs> I was like well we gotta work with it so I ended up just like you know I was like well I know I can punch in because it's 4k and I use super 35 mm-hmm. mode and I was like well I have Shots of the can rotating in 120 and in 4K. So I was like, I think I can, like, mimic, do something. But, um, yeah, no, Daniel Schiffer's a beast, man. He's like, I mean, I learned some masking stuff from him. Like, right when I needed to figure it out, I was like, let me go to one of his videos. But, mm-hmm. like, he's a beast. Like, they, the guy's insane, man. Like, <laughs> the stuff that he does is crazy. For sure. For sure. I mean, he's he blew up out of nowhere, too. I mean, not really out of nowhere. He was around for yeah. quite a while and then he started doing all those b-roll videos and behind the scenes and that's what like, shot up i from think there. it's like one point yeah 1.2 million subscribers now and it's crazy but i mean hey congratulations to him because he yeah. like you said he's a beast at it that, i mean so, I think sure. he earned that man for sure like he 
I mean, he anyone who's on this platform, YouTube, even like those that are on TikTok, like, but specifically YouTube, it, you gotta like continually for each video. The way I look at it is, figure out like, you know, what you can improve on in each video, and just get better at it. Mm -hmm. Even if it's like right. something so small that no one's gonna notice, but you do. Whether it's a, a editing workflow. Or you know, mm -hmm. shooting something something totally like different, but in an easier way, like it just helps you. Uh, it you know, it creates like less stress when you're shooting, and like you, you're a little more confidence because you know what you got to do. But it, it's right. it, those are the little things. So like you know, each video just try to get better at it, and I gotta give it to him because I know like I'm pretty sure like I mean I know when he started he had a I don't know if he had a stuttering problem. He mentioned it in one of his videos, and he just like worked at it. Is that he was just bad at talk, like bad at talking in front of camera? Or he had a stuttering issue, uh, but yeah, it was a, it was it was a stuttering issue. I remember seeing that because he showed some of his old videos, and he's like he got more comfortable and comfortable right. just by putting out more videos and stuff like that. So that's pretty awesome, and and that's a good thing for people to realize. Not a lot of people probably have seen that video, but you know, a lot of people are fearful of mm -hmm. being in front of the camera. And myself, like at the beginning of this, I started yeah. screwing up, so we, <laughs> I had to do the Me intro too. again. But the, <laughs> the more and more you do it, um, you know, you'll get comfortable and get a good cadence going on. So don't be afraid to, you know, mess up. It's okay. We're, you know, human. We're imperfect. So just as long as you try and make the effort, that's all is, you know, really matters. Mm-hmm. I'd rather mess up than sure. like assume or show like it's perfect when it's really not. I rather I rather have people mm -hmm. see me mess up and just like. I laugh at it. Like when I'm, I, I was mm -hmm. just like earlier, just right now, like, I, Hey, it is what it is, man. <laughs> I'm not perfect. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. So, um, 2020 year of cameras. I don't want to harp on cameras too much, but you are a Sony guy. Correct. So, uh, is that it, fair to say? Uh, kind of, sort of, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. I have a, yeah. I just got an EOS R in the, in the, in the mail today to, to use. <laughs> so, uh, I, I like using cameras. Like, I, I will tell you this. I, when I first started shooting weddings, I was shooting with two 80, 80Ds. So I had one, one side or the mm -hmm. other. So I would shoot mostly prime. Uh, that, and mm -hmm. that's how I started when I you know, started to shoot like people. Because before that, I was shooting food. That's how I got started really into photography was shooting food. Uh, and oh, okay. So, yeah. And then a dog. And then I was like, let me shoot a person's face. And then it became like that. Then I was like, I like. You say a dog? Yeah. I shot, I, my first model was a dog. It was a dog. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it was like my, my brother-in-law's like friend's like dog. I was like, let me just shoot you. Boop. I was like, oh, that's cool. Well, let me wow. shoot somebody, an actual human. And then the storytelling side of it is really important to me. So I like doing that within mm -hmm. my, my weddings, when I'm shooting weddings. That's cool. And um, yeah. I started with Canon, man. And then from there, and if you want, I can dive into this little quick story on how I, how I got my first Sony camera. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because I think that's interesting. Uh, so... Which uh, my wife and I just purchased this home like about like three years ago, and that was when mm -hmm. I first started YouTube channel, right? I started YouTube channel in my apartment, in our apartment. So you know, first couple of videos were there, uh, just starting off. Bad audio, it was great. So then we ended up um, moving to the space, and then I started to go through like a creative rut, and I ended up selling my camera because I wanted to upgrade, and I had money to upgrade mm -hmm. to another camera. <clears throat> which was going to mm -hmm. be like a 5D Mark III at the time or something like that. And then we purchased this house, which came with lots of things to fix. So it was like, I need to use the money. So I ended up using the money. I uh, went through that creative rut. I didn't have a camera. I was like, I don't want to keep borrowing people's cameras. It was kind of like, eh. 
So I stopped for like, I think mm-hmm. about, I think six months. I think it was about six months. It could be between four and six months. Uh, and then a good friend of mine uh, randomly showed up and was like, hey, man, he, he's a musician. So he toured with like uh, Jill Scott, people like that. And he mm-hmm. came back from tour and he was like, hey, I want to see you. I'm like, cool, let's, you know, show up. And he had this bag with him. He's like, I have something for you. I'm like, cool. Like, what is it? And then I'm thinking it's like a souvenir from like when he was like Tokyo or something like that. Uh, and he right. he purchased an A7 III for me. And I was like, Whoa. he was like, dude, like, like, hey, he was like, you have like what it takes to do, like whatever it's like, you know, shooting weddings or on YouTube, whatever the case may be. He understood the situation mm-hmm. and I he, he bought it. And I was like, well, hello, Sony. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then from there it was uh you know it, it was it was cool and that was like after to my first photo plus event uh i went to a, a i'm sorry it was the first sony event i went to before that and i wasn't even thinking about purchasing a sony i was just there i got invited by a um two friends of mine went there to new york mm-hmm. first like sony alpha event i was like these you know these these cameras are dope you know it's, you know shot with it you know shot models and all that but i wasn't thinking about purchasing mm-hmm. it I really wasn't. And then a buddy of mine purchased it, and I was like, I think it's a sign. <laughs> it's a Sony sign. <laughs> but, uh, right, yeah, but right. since then, man, I've been rocking with Sony. Uh, I shoot both with, you know, Canon. I, I, I would prefer either, uh, mm-hmm. right now in my list, it'll, it'll go from Sony to Canon and Fuji, because I really like Fuji as well. Uh, X-T3, X-T2 is awesome. X-T3 is dope. X-T4, I'm going to try. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, I shoot with Sony's now because of the ecosystem that I'm already in. Uh, that, gotcha. doesn't mean, that doesn't mean that I will get it like an EOS R or R5 or R6 if I have the one, the funds for it, and it's going to be used for a specific purpose. Because right now, mm-hmm. I'm liking my flow here with the A6600, the A7 III. You know, I, it's, you know, even for filmmaking, I can like match it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so as far as the codec goes. And photography, it's like I use either or. For weddings, I use the A7 III for sure. Yeah, and yeah. the ACC six hundred is a backup. It's just cohesive for you to yeah, use. Yeah, man, it's cohesive. Uh, and you know, I know there's some people out there that are like diehard like Canon, diehard Sony, which is cool. Uh, but you know, there's some people that like to bash on other people for trying out new cameras. I don't understand why. Right. <laughs> these are, these right. Are, this is pieces of equipment. Me, me included. <laughs> me included. I got a couple people like, "What are you doing? Getting an S one? Yeah. You had an EOS R. You had an XT four. I'm like." I found my my camera, my perfect yeah. camera, <laughs> and the autofocus doesn't bother me. The image quality is great. Right. Like we were talking about before we started, the body is just beefy, and I like that. I right. got big hands, like mm-hmm. well, fat hands mostly, but I like being able to hold a camera and not feeling like I'm gonna, you know, break it if I drop it or right. if right. I touch this button too hard. Like the XT4, great camera. Mm-hmm. I had it before the S1. It just felt really finicky to mm. me and like really, you know what I mean? Was just, it the grip itself it's, that it's, you, were, you didn't like? Yeah, it was the grip and I didn't want to use or buy an aftermarket grip for $300. Yeah. Because uh, I'd already bought several extra batteries for it. So I, I didn't want to buy the grip. Yeah. This camera with just the grip on it is great. It's perfect. It, it doesn't, it's not perfect for my hands, but I'm saying yeah. for my taste without doing a battery grip, it right. just works. Um, so I like it and that's really all that matters. And I'm going to prove the, the naysayers wrong. Yeah, man, do I don't it. have to use, I don't, I don't have to use autofocus. I can manual focus. I promise you. Um, <laughs> but anyways, what do you think about the, uh, a seven S three? Is it on the Christmas list or the next year list or man, what? I'll that's a t- nice camera, I, man. I'm, I, 
I like. I, I want one. I, I want one. And the only reason why I want one is because everyone says how dope it is. And I have a camera right now besides the 4K 120 yeah. that's capable. Well, no, I take that back. It does 10-bit. Okay. And it's supposed to be getting a firmware update just like the S5 to do 5.9K RAW out of the HDMI. Anyways, I just okay. it's an attractive camera. Yeah. The A7S III is yeah. attractive. What do you think? So, uh, my buddy Sammy has the A7S III, and he's like, mm. it's crazy. The, the, footage, the, the test footage that he's been sending me is nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, oh, I think because my priority right now is uh, particularly mainly photography first, and I'm using video as a means for me to film like the B-roll stuff if I need to, all that stuff. If I was mm-hmm. shooting video, video for clients, I, I would probably get the S3. But the A7C, that's something that I probably would consider getting because of the fact mm-hmm. that it has the flip screen. It's like pretty much like an A7 III, like little brother without some of the custom buttons, obviously. But it has the flip screen, you know, has like the 4K, I believe 4K 120. I believe it has it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. so, you know... It, it, it's like a smaller it's a beefy version of this camera but with the flip screen if this camera had the flip screen i think they would have like a7.3s would still be selling out like crazy because it's right i mean and, and there's still a relevant camera i mean people oh, have totally. done so much great work including yourself with that camera i love, um, I love this camera so, this camera like i mean i would i wouldn't i would still keep this camera and if i were to purchase like another main i was like i would purchase a main camera yeah but i'll still keep this one regardless like you know I, mm-hmm, I have mm-hmm. no problems like putting in a little bit of extra money and trading in my A6600 for the A7C. Mm-hmm. I might. That's something oh, that wow, I would probably. Really? Do. Yeah, that's something I would probably do. Wow. Yeah, it's just that flip the flip screen on the A6600. I like it. I don't mind it. I do have the uh-huh. uh, the the small rig adapter that the the cold shoe is to the right side, so I can still put right. the flip up, the screen up, and then I can actually have my mic, uh, my wireless mic um, or whatever type of mic I want on top. And it doesn't affect it, which is gotcha. fine. But there's something about having the flip screen. It like that's why I like the, the EOS R. Like I'm not even talking about the, the five or the six. Like when I when I tested out the EOS R, I was like, it took me back to the ADD, but it's just like a better camera. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. the flip screen is so it's just it's so helpful. <laughs> but regardless, right. like I mean, it, it it's not like it's a deal breaker if I don't get it or not. Uh, but Mm-hmm. I would probably prefer the A7C over the A7S3 just because of those like particular reasons. Like if I was like a hardcore filmmaker, like if I'm my my if my gigs are strictly video work, mm-hmm. I would want the best of the best within that under four thousand dollar pet budget. Then yeah, you know, like I, I, I'll totally right, I, sure. I would do it. But A7C I think would yeah. be like the 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 flip I'll do probably between the AC600 and. Uh, and just pay right. extra money well, out. I want one out of curiosity's sake. And be, well, because like you said, the video samples are sick. Right. And probably a lot, a lot of that's probably due with grading as well. But they have, you know, supposedly and well, seemingly uh, the color profiles and everything like that. And the processing, yeah. they've done a tremendous upgrade with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm almost at the point where, okay, if I got my, my Panasonic S1 that I just got, I'm either going to get another one yeah. or an S5. I really want to use these for a year and just like put it all the way through its paces. Right. And then maybe by late next year, not saying I would get rid of these because at that point they're two year old cameras, yeah. the S ones. 
the A seven four should be out. So I'm curious to see what they come out with I that hope, quarter I, three. If I think if they, I think what that camera is going to be, and you correct me if you think otherwise. I think it's going to be the A seven S three, except twenty four to twenty eight megapixels, no four K one twenty, ten bit. Everything else 10-bit, just like the A7S three and a flippy screen, but no 4K 120 and no raw output through HDMI, just 10-bit internally. And I think it's probably going to be 25 to 2600 bucks. Shoot. That's, I mean, that sounds good. I mean, as long as they keep it at least maybe at 4K 60, that's mm-hmm. cool. Um, it because that's been... an upgrade over the A7 III. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, it totally is. Uh, I think... Um... But... But by next year, quarter three is when they said they're going to be putting it out. Like, what else is going to be out then? You know? Who knows, man? Who knows what? Uh, well, it, so, well, for Canon, they just launched that like all under the radar that that cinema camera. Uh, which is like, and I was like, what the heck is this? <laughs> what happened? I don't like to, it. What's this camera? <laughs> I don't like it. I, I it looks seen like. Any of it. It looks like the the ogre kid that was put in the corner, and I hate to sound mean, but it's just it looks weird. It does and look it's weird. And it's an RF mount, no raw, um, so oh. just just ten bit, and I'm like, all that money, I'd rather get a C200 for that. Oh yeah. At least it does raw. Yeah. And I mean, it's and at least it, at least it takes EF mounts, so I don't mm-hmm. like the C70 at all. Yeah. Don't what know. about you? I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. I haven't put my hands on one, but just from what I see, I don't. I, I don't care for it. I. I it's it's weird. I think. Uh, I probably would never really want to test it out, cause that's mm-hmm. that, I, I would never probably use a camera like that. I, I don't think like yeah. not for at least not for my workflow. I think for I mean for fun, yeah, go but, ahead. but not for like yeah. work. I wouldn't. I would never probably use one of those cameras at all. My friends do. They, they right. My friends that are like hardcore cinema guys, so they like they like to see two hundreds. They like those type of like cinema cameras, and I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. I have a. A sixty six hundred that you can use if you want. <laughs> no, 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 man, no. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, it's, it's unheard of. How dare you call yourself a, a video person using yeah. that camera, right? Yeah, like look, man, I just do the video for YouTube. Like that's it. <laughs> that's right, it, right, and and pretty much that's what I've been doing is YouTube videos and weddings have started to pop up yeah. and starting to do some of those, and I hopefully we'll book a lot next year. But right, man, like I said, I I got to stop having gas, you know gear acquisition syndrome and i admit i used to be a camera hoe oh really i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop my hoe ways man, because <laughs> I, I can't i can't do it anymore you you rack your brain right yeah. because you know what you got is good enough but you want the new new right and i think that's what a lot of people do and you know we just got to use what we got to be thankful and, and i am i and you know i'm preaching to myself because i was doing that so yeah it's yeah, it's tough. But, uh, I don't know how some people can just pre-order camera gear like, like, I, for me to pre-order something knowing that at any moment, this amount of money is gonna come out of my bank account. I was like, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't bank on that. Like, no, that was a pun. I can't, right. ba- I can't, I can't, I can't like, t- I I can't do that. Like, it's it's kind of weird. If I were maybe, if I guess like, if it was if it wasn't me, because my my wife isn't working, so. Like, you know, she's a full-time mm-hmm. mom. Like, that's a job in itself. Like, that's hardcore. Right. Pickups yeah. That, oh, yeah. Boom. But because right. I am uh, essentially the, the person who's bringing in the money in the house, I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't take a risk like that. Like, I have other people to worry about. That's, you know, so I would either, the, way thing, the, way, the one thing I'll do 
and I always told myself, I even told my wife this too, is like, I'm going to do this YouTube channel stuff. Uh, the only way I'm going to mm -hmm. get extra gear is if it comes out from YouTube, uh, either right. a sponsorship deal or some type of free gear that they give me, which I have gear here that's been sent to me. Even mm -hmm. like, even for a small channel that I have, like, it's cool to have those things because it helps me build, like, I can use this to make money. Like, I can use these mm -hmm. lights to do something for someone else, right? So that's cool. Uh, mm -hmm. But like, uh, I, I'm not going to like, take the money that I get from my nine to five to fund, to, to fund this. I want to earn it through YouTube. So those are some things that I tell my friends that are in YouTube, like in the YouTube space as well. Like I was like, I can't get it unless I can get it. I, either Sony says, Hey Josh, here's your small channel. Here's a camera. <laughs> then I'm like, mm -hmm. I earned it. Right. Like, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to go ahead and just, you know, buy it like straight out. Like, I, I mean, I would probably just either save up and then, then buy it. And, mm -hmm. Do something like that, but I don't want to take the risk of just like, cause that that gas situation that people go through, man, it's like it can get intense. It's serious, man. bro. It gets, <laughs> it gets too intense, man. It's, it, yeah, it's 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 super serious. But yeah, I mean, I'm along the same lines as you. Like, I'm just freelancing right now. Yeah. And um, basically, I, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna pause on gear now. I yeah. do want to get another body because I need to get another body before the new year. Okay. But I've been doing some contract work for a nationwide wedding company. And right now, besides some other stuff that I have going on, that's kind of allowed me to buy some extra gear here and there besides the stuff that's been sent to me. Right. Uh, which, is, which is great, right? Because us small creators, we, we think that, hey, nobody's going to send us anything. And even if it's just like a, a, a clip-on wireless, fake wireless road go yeah. or a, a light or a softbox, it's cool. It's stuff that we don't have to pay for. And like you said, we can use that on a job to make money. So mm -hmm. um, it's definitely a good, a good thing. But I get what you're saying. Like, I'd be super nervous, too, especially something like an A7S three. It's $3,500, and then you got to buy yeah. $600, $700, $800 worth of cards. And then if you don't have lenses, which you do, but, you know, yeah. I, I totally get what you're saying. Like, priority is freaking first, man, because mm -hmm. this stuff can rack up quick. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, you know, and that's 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 another thing for me. Like when pricing jobs, and people, you know, sometimes whole hum around about them. Like, if you yeah. only knew how much this stuff costs. Yeah, and people don't people don't understand that, and it, it's it's sad. I think there's uh, some education that needs to be done on our end as creatives and, and how we pitch mm -hmm. and how we present. Right. Uh, that's right. something that's also important too. I have friends that I mean, they especially in, in the design space, like, you know, branding and all that. Mm -hmm. Like, I have friends that would charge, like, $400 for a logo because they just want to get the logo, but myself or some other people can charge 3000 the same gear that we use and all that. It's just, you know, it's how you pitch it. So I, I think right. th I think it's a little bit on our end as um, the photographer, the videographer, the, the person who's going to be directing the film, the shoot, whatever the case may be, that there's a level mm -hmm. of education that goes within the pitch not to not to make the client feel as though oh you don't know anything because you know mm -hmm. you're not in you're not you know you don't understand our pricing but it's more so like you know showing them like this is what it could have cost with the gear here with with our services xyz uh if you cut if, mm -hmm. if you show them like numbers and they'll they'll understand business people will be like oh okay i could i could see why maybe this is more expensive right. you know i get it but right, some people, especially small businesses because they crunch numbers yeah. or they should be crunching numbers, especially right now. Yeah. But like you say, give them some context and, yep. and also value because if you just say, hey, I'm just going to shoot a video for you, it's cost this much, then you're not giving them any sort of incentive or proposition to say, oh, okay, I want to go with you over right. this guy. 
You know, it's just yeah. like you said, context and value is, is most important when you're pricing jobs. And, you know, right now you better do your very best and give your best foot forward because things are tight. It's crazy. For businesses. Yeah. It, businesses are even still making it, you know? Yeah. It, it's, um, I'm like currently right now trying to position myself with, uh, like restaurants because I shot food mm-hmm. and I like, I like shooting food even for like, even like that, that Daniel Schiffer video that I did, I was like, yo, I could totally do an actual riff video. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, Daniel Schiffer, but I know I could do, like, an ad for, like, a soda or something like that. I can have fun with it, and it'll be fun. You know, we could do it for, like, local restaurants mm-hmm. and just work with them within the budget because I understand, like, it things have changed, obviously, at the moment right now. So, you know, as long mm-hmm. as, like, the creative understands, like, there are some budget constraints, you know, and I think you can still, mm-hmm. yeah, you can still create and make money out from doing it. It's sad to see some right. people stop completely because maybe they just don't understand how to you know go through the rough like situation that's happening right now uh and maybe Mm -hmm. they just maybe they just don't know how to actually like maybe pivot to like changing pricing or changing way of just doing it and make it easier for them and the client so you know it's uh it's sad to see that but like i'm hoping like you know there that everyone kind of like especially in the creative field can back each other up help each other and just encourage each other because I feel like it's just it, it's it's crazy what's been happening, but mm-hmm. we must stand together. <laughs> like, right, don't, exactly. Like, we gotta stand together. I, like, I mean, we we can we can all eat. It, it may not be a fancy meal, but we can all eat. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, it's you like, get a fry, I get a fry. She gets a fry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll split this. We'll split this cheeseburger. Right, boom, we'll we split go. a drink. You know, and yeah. then better times are hopefully yet to come. So get two fries. Yeah, and I think you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think what um you know a lot of creatives well not I, I don't want to speak for other people but right. there's definitely a business aspect side to being a creative especially when you're doing work for clients mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a line you know and you have to kind of sway back and forth to both of them yes you know your skill set and your work is going to speak for itself but then you also need to know how to negotiate and set terms and you know, do strategy on the business side of things because it's no longer just providing, you know, in my opinion, photos or video. It's mm-hmm. the value. Like, what is it going to do for that client? And, you know, what are they going to get out of it? Are they just going to get some digital assets or is it going to help their business? And I think right now, us creatives have to focus on, like you said, our pitches and say, okay, this is the intention and the objective for what I'm doing for you and this is how it's going to help you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And you know, so. every pitch is going to be different. You couldn't have like your set mm-hmm. way of going about it, but it's going to be totally different. It, every client has their own needs. Every business is different as far as their workflow, as far as how they manage mm-hmm. their budget. And you know, it's uh, you know, one person was really good. Who's been teaching me on the low from his just Instagram posts and his free content is, uh, I know you're going to say Gordon. Who? Gordon. No, no. Oh, yeah. Gordon is a. Be- oh man, what's his? Uh, where's my phone? Oh, Gordon Lang. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah. He's a I've beast. been consuming a lot of his content. Oh, he's a beast, man. Like I had a. Convers- good. I had a conversation with him a few weeks ago, and it was just. Oh like, really? It was like a smack in the face. <laughs> and wow. It's it's the way he like he's really good at. Uh, educate like for, from a from a I guess like a from mentor to like kind of student type of thing more mentor mentee mm-hmm. uh, he, he can break down your your process and see 
where are some areas you can work on, and maybe also where you should be pricing. When you think you're not, when mm-hmm. you think you shouldn't be pricing, he's like, no, you could, t- you should be pricing it at this. At, at and this and we're talking about Gordon Lang, correct? Yeah. Oh, oh, wow! Yeah. I didn't know he kind of was positioned oh, in that way. Yeah, he's a. Uh, so on uh, on his Instagram, he has two Instagram accounts, right? He has his like one for creatives and one for his like his brands, you know, clients and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. he posts a lot of obviously free content. Um, he does coaching and stuff like that. Um, it was just you know, I, I linked up with him like a little over a year ago, and we were just kind of just catching mm-hmm. up. But every time I catch up with him, it's always like like a like a mentor class type thing. Is like <laughs> it's 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 just really cool. He's a cool guy. So like yeah, it's always See, uh, man, you get to talk to all the cool people. What? Oh. No, everybody's <laughs> cool in my book. Man. Everyone's cool. Wait, uh, but you uh, got another. You got another. You got another good friend, which I won't name drop. But yeah, um, I, I follow a lot of his stuff too. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, you talk- I won't name drop him. <laughs> little. Oh, I know. You, no, no, you don't. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. But you know, little, little Papi Chulo. Papi Chulo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, that's, yeah that's, but, that's my uh, dude right there. Right? He's I, a good guy. I, I thought you were. I thought you were talking about Chris Howe from the future. Oh, he's good. Dude, he's be putting out some bangers. Oh, I really like his, his stuff. I, I, I was watching him when him and um, uh, Gomez is his last name. Oh my gosh, I forget his name. He had a channel with him and someone else about web design and the business of mm-hmm. design and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. he it was awesome. Maybe he's beast. And then his channel, the future, the future is like nuts. Like, but I'm, I'm referring to Gordon Gordon Lay. Uh, him he he's a he's awesome. He's a great guy. Like, I think uh, gotcha. I think uh, a lot of people get this misconception that you know because either you have either you're like making it and you know you look like you're making it or you have like a higher mm-hmm. subscriber count you're busy you're doing all this stuff that people tend to forget that they're human <laughs> and you can say hi <laughs> like it's just right, like right, it's right. Just, like you can just say what's up like you know it's it's not a mm-hmm. it, you either it's either two things going to happen they're going to say hi back or they're just going to ignore you which means they weren't talking to you from the very beginning so it doesn't even matter right so mm-hmm. <laughs> so just yeah. put, putting yourself and out you, there it's it's like our um connection i can't remember whether i know i'd seen you on youtube first and i was like man, okay. i like his videos i like the look of his videos because i didn't even have a space at the time mm. and this is not a studio extravagant nothing this is like a spare room that i've turned into a studio right um but cool, i think so. thanks man i appreciate it i think i started talking to you maybe on twitter yeah um you know, and I've met a lot of folks, like there's a lot of creators. That's like me and Andrew were talking about in the last podcast. And it seems like to be a cool little knit community of creators and like Twitter even space. big names. You'll, yeah. Yeah, man. You'll reach out to them. And they're like, yeah, cool. I'm down for this and down for that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, never be afraid to reach out to someone because you think they're too big. You know, they, they were once a small creator, too. And hopefully they want to still help small creators. But that's cool. I mean, I didn't even know that he did that. Yeah. Uh, it's it's I've always done like even before like doing photography or anything like that my mentality has always been if you're hard to reach i'm going to go through the back door pretty much i'm going to figure out how to get from the come through the basement or from the friggin the the, the patio the door all that stuff like i'm going to figure it out mission just, impossible mission impossible but not in a creepy way uh but just to right, say what's right. up you know a lot of these people are busy right they mm-hmm. they're just now, they might not even be with, in front of a ton of people because, like, my, my friend who you mentioned that, you know, we're not going to mention his name, he is, like, a very <laughs> introverted person, right? So it's always funny mm-hmm. whenever we link up, like, pre-COVID, obviously, because I haven't seen him in a while because of COVID. But anyway, when he, when he was, mm-hmm. over, like, anytime, like, in New York, I used to, like, Chulo Squad, we used to get together, 
and mm-hmm. it's just like since he's that type of person we always like you know we it, it's 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 a different dynamic when he's like i guess with certain people obviously but uh you know they are like he's just that type of guy like you know it's uh you can talk to him it's you know he's just like mm-hmm. at the sony event he's the same way like people were like hey what's up yeah man? he and seems he, pretty yeah, yeah cool down to earth chill just like a normal guy like me and you right yeah right he's right he's yeah. a normal guy like i mean that's i met miguel Quilas there too at that sony alpha event I said, mm-hmm. what's up to him? How's it going? You know, and like we chat here and there through Facebook and stuff like that. He's in Jersey as well. And mm-hmm. there's a, a like, so there's a wedding photographer by the name of Vanessa Joy. And if, yep, I know her. Okay, so, I know of her. Okay, well, she's amazing. She is one of my homies. Uh, she act, actually. See, shot, you got all the cool kids, no, man. That's cool. No, this is what I do. I say hi. I remember back door. So, so I, I looked up when I wanted to get into wedding photography, I typed. You know, wedding photographer in New Jersey, and she popped up, and I was like, "Okay, I want to learn from her." So, I mm-hmm. I did knocked on the door, you know, and that's how it started. And then, you know, we just I shot I shadowed a few weddings with her, assisted a few weddings for her. I learned so much from like those three weddings that I did with her. It was just amazing. So we obviously we keep in contact, wow. and now that she's on YouTube and stuff like that, she's been you know pushing forward on YouTube. So, uh, but it's, it's really mm-hmm. cool to see her from a only wedding photographer like obviously she was posting content through Adorama and all that but like for her to mm-hmm. dive deep into youtube now it's like really cool to see her like grow her husband is awesome he's a sick sick cinematographer rob adams he's so, he's oh. a beast man um i actually yeah. have a uh there's a segment on my channel and i'll just i'll share it with you uh you don't have to plug this in i'll share it to you personally uh it's a it's a segment that I started called Finding North, which was kind of like this, what we're doing now. But mm-hmm. I, I will go to their studio or something like that, and I'll film it. Uh, and there's a segment that I did with uh, her and uh, with, uh, with Vanessa and Rob at the studio. It, it was really cool conversation, man. They're, they're just awesome people. So I'll, I'll send it to you just so you can check it out when you get a chance. Yeah, I mean, do you mind if I put it in this podcast episode? Because, I mean, other people probably want to uh, see it, yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, hey, if you, got, if, okay. you, if you don't mind. I mean, I'm not here to do that. You know me. I'm just like, hey, I just thought about it when we were talking about that. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's it was no, really I mean, cool. It, it, it sounds interesting. So, yeah, I don't mind whatsoever. And I'm sure some of the viewers wouldn't mind, too, because uh, I recently, about a month and a half ago, started following Vanessa because um, I've seen her popping up, like you said, on Adorama. Isn't she like a Canon ambassador now? Yeah, she became an explorer of light. <laughs> she's, a, <laughs> she's awesome, man. Like, it's, it's crazy. That's what they call it, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy because um, when, what was it? Uh, when we were, when I was assisting her, you know, that mm-hmm. I knew she was good. She was very good, you know. She she was already doing Canon, like, stages and stuff at, like, Photo Plus and, like, WPPI and all that stuff. So she was already doing it. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, no, not a lot of people know, but to be an explorer of light, you have to, like, do your, like, due diligence. <laughs> and you got to put mm-hmm. the work in to get it. And it's, mm-hmm. like, it's a fraction of people that get accepted. I think it was, like, 33 people that only got accepted to be, like, explorers of light or something like that out of, like, the thousands of people that were, I guess, candidates. Mm-hmm. And she did it. And I was like, dang, man, that's so... That's it's cool, you know. A lot of people are like it's 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 like surreal, right? Because she's so close to you, and so it's like yeah. that person is right next to me, making yeah. that kind of stuff happen. 
I almost cried, bro. Yeah, I was like, cool. oh my gosh. <laughs> She's an explorer. I texted her. I was like, you're an explorer of light. Like, <laughs> like that's crazy. Like, I mean, it's, it, for some people, that might sound like cheesy or, well, oh, you're an explorer of light now. Now you're an ambassador. That means you're only going to be, you know, mm-hmm. only promoting camera gear that's Canon-based and all that stuff. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. does it hurt the channel? I don't know. Some people say it does, whatever. But she's always been shooting with Canon. So it's like, if you know her from her very beginning, it's always been Canon. So like, yeah, so it shouldn't matter. And right? that, and, and that's a, that's a, that could be a, a huge subscriber base, obviously because of yeah. her, her stats and, yeah, sure. you know, it, and it's okay if you like Canon or you like Sony, Panasonic, Nikon, whatever, like use whatever's best for you and you'll, you know, find your audience because there's thousands of people that like the same stuff you like. So it's okay. Like yeah. you said, yeah, totally, man. To be different, you know? So <laughs> Be different. But, yeah. So, hey, everyone. I am terribly sorry about the abrupt ending. Had a little audio technical difficulties, and I wasn't able to sync up that footage in post. It was giving me a headache. It's been a nightmare. Apple did some sort of update um, to Catalina, and it's messed up Final Cut Pro. And I switched over to Premiere to do it, and I still couldn't get everything to work out. But I really do appreciate you coming on to take a look at this episode of the Small Talks Bigger Ideas podcast. Thank you so much, and I'll see you on the next one.